This is another bottle down and we focus on wine and the wine industry. But one of the great things that we do in Austin, we have a, a very vibrant scene and I love to get uh, the new restaurants, the, the, the owners, the chefs, the people who craft the wine list. And so today we're going to be talking uh, with the team from Guild, the, the partners, Stuart Tomajan, who is, uh, he is very involved in the Austin restaurant scene with uh, owner of Wu Chow and Swift's Addicts. So I'm really looking forward to talking with him. And uh, Chef Sterling Ridings is uh, is here to talk about the menu. So guys, uh, welcome to the to the co-op studios. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. You got my name right, and it's all, it's, it's an absurd name. It <laughs> usually doesn't happen. I think it's cool. It's a cool name for a <laughs> chef, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stuart, can can we talk about uh, Guild? How did it it come come about? It, so so you you kind of made your mark first with the Podgy House, right? Yeah, and we uh, we owned Podgy House until about 2012. Uh, right after we started Swifts, we sold the restaurant. Yeah, and, and then and then Swift's Attic came online, and That's that right. was, you know, the Podgy House was something of a of a pretty fine dining place and historic building. Yeah, Podgy House is the second oldest building in the city. It was uh, second only to the French Legation. It was an amazing place to have a restaurant. Yeah, and we uh, we added to the front. We expanded the deck. We redid the back and uh, and the well and. Uh, we actually moved the kitchen, built some. We built it into what it was today, right. um, and it was a. It was just an amazing situation. Like right there in the middle of the city, if you sat out on the patio, you had these gorgeous views of downtown. It was. It was a. It was a fine dining restaurant. It was right. very much sort of white tablecloth. But you had to move on from that, right? Was that mm-hmm. kind of talk? Uh, we were talking before the show about the changing times and maybe Austin going a little bit more casual. Is that what gave birth to Swift's Attic? Yeah, Podgy was really a very serious restaurant. Um, and we, we enjoyed it, but we also wanted to have a little bit sort of more lively fun at the same time. And yeah. so Swift's was kind of not necessarily a full reaction, but a reaction to the fact that we had this white tablecloth place and we wanted a place that, that really was just sort of a party. Um, and, um, you know, we started it in 2012, downtown, basically third in Congress. It is third in Congress above the, uh, above the elephant room. And there really wasn't that much down there at the time. It's yeah. obviously changed quite a bit. The Southern part of Congress is, is really busy. We've been blessed to, to have it, everything grow up around us. And it's that, that cool vibe of, you know, being upstairs and, and, and you got that, that more relaxed vibe. It's super cool. Yeah. We've, uh. Somebody said a long time ago that it seems like your cool friend's loft rather than a restaurant. <laughs> Absolutely, kind of loved. And then and then Wu Chow came about, and uh, it's just a fantastic take on uh, on really cool Chinese food, and yeah. and and that wasn't that was. I'm kind of getting into the niche of the Austin restaurant scene that Guild is going to uh, fill, but mm-hmm. Wu Chow was filling a niche that that there was not that much China, you know, high quality Chinese food at the time, right? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't any that we what we knew, that we knew of that was really more of the farm to table type. Um, we wanted to do authentic. My my partner in Swift's Attic um, is Chinese, and we wanted to you know talk about this whatever we were going to do next. That sophomore idea. And so um, I'm from New York originally a long time ago, uh, came down to, to Austin to go to UT and basically fell in love. Yeah. But um, we didn't have that experience. You know, he grew up eating that food that was, the Chinese food was, was 
you know, what he grew up eating. And, sure. and I grew up in New York City eating that kind of thing with my right. dad and all these really good positive memories. And we wanted to sort of bring that here. Absolutely. Cool. And then, and so then Guild was, uh, you knew you wanted to kind of go with another project, right? Another, another, another concept. Yeah. You weren't busy enough with that. And so, uh, and all of My your other things. My wife would differ. <laughs> and, and so what was that and, and how did you meet Sterling? Uh, there's a good story there, I yeah. think. We, um, we were talking about doing um, a, a new restaurant we wanted to do something a little bit outside of the specific downtown area. Um, and we were looking around for, for things that we felt at least that, that Austin needed a little more of. There were a few good seafood restaurants in town, sure. ta- places that we liked, but there wasn't anything uh, doing what we really wanted to do. Uh, some wonderful New England-style seafood, some wonderful Gulf Coast seafood, even a little bit of West Coast. But... What we really wanted to do was a little bit more of a sort of a global vibe and expand that sort of dialogue. Right. And so we we decided on a sort of a seafood restaurant, really. Yeah. And uh, tell us where it's going to be. So Guild, it's not yet open, so people uh, can be following along in anticipation. Guild <laughs> GuildAustin.com is the website. Beautiful website. A lot of really good information. The menu is even posted, so you're close, right? Yep. Liz, Liz has been keeping us uh, on point with the with the website. It's great, right? And and so tell us where uh, where it will be. The location is already obviously set. Yeah, it's uh, 38th and Lamar. It's in the Highland Resources built a beautiful building uh, at 38th and Lamar. Kendra Scott's in that building. Yeah, uh, Snooze is located in in the building at the other end of the building, and we're on the on the 39th Street side of the building. We've got a a great area we're right on the end tons of natural light we have a a really lovely patio in the front and then we have an even bigger patio on the back that's got a metal pergola over the top of it yeah we'll talk a little bit more about that but sterling i want to bring you in uh and just have have uh, you give your take on how you got involved and then uh, i i misspoke your chef and partner to to guild (laughs) (laughs) well how, how did you meet Stuart originally and the team we were introduced by a mutual friend um, I had been working as the executive chef of Uchiko. Um, I had been there for quite some time and, um, I was reaching a point in my career where I needed to decide what path I was going to take. Um, if I was going to go down a, this particular path or if I was going to kind of spread my wings a little bit more and be able to further explore what I wanted to say yeah. creatively, um, you know, I wanted to be able to articulate myself a little bit more than what I was capable of doing at the right, time. Right. So the crossroads, which I came to, this path was the logical choice yeah. for me. Um, Stuart and I met, we got along really well, and I ended up cooking some food for him, you know. And, it's, and it, the rest is history. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was actually pretty uh, organic experience. Yeah. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, the, you, as far as your past in working from Uchiko, not only Uchiko, though, foreign and domestic and, and Parkside and kind of some of the who's who in, in the Austin scene. But right. uh, but it's amazing that this is now your opportunity to shine uh, and do your and do your own thing. How how has been uh, that being in charge of the menu? Has it been super exciting coming up with this? Your, your first baby? It, it has been very exciting. You know, I, I was very fortunate to come up the way that I did. Um, It was, you know, 
uh, a little bit of luck and a lot of hard work where yeah. I ended up right now, you know. Um, and it has been extremely exciting to really focus on some things that I haven't been able to focus on for a long time to um, explore once again certain aspects of my my cooking style. Can you give us an example of that? I found that really interesting. <laughs> I mean, it can be something as simple. I was cooking in this kitchen where we used to have our, our offices and I was making stock, you know, I was dropping chicken feet into a pot and making stock. And I realized that I had been in such a managerial role strictly for so long that, I mean, I hadn't made, sat down and made chicken stock. I mean, in like two years or something, you know, and, and I started to reconnect with a lot of the, the, the fundamentals of, of cooking that are important to me. Um, and I think through reconnecting to that, it's, it's been able to, put my mind in a space in which I think it needs to be to run a kitchen that I want to run a place where people can come to learn and be mentored. Yeah. Um, I think that I, and you know, other chefs in the community have a responsibility to mentor young cooks and young culinarians. And so we can turn out whenever they do, do choose to, to leave my tutelage. I'm confident that we are putting, skilled, good people, people of high character into the workforce. It's awesome. Awesome. You want to give a shout out to you, to some of your team? Uh, I, I, I would. Um, I, I am very blessed to be working with people who believe in the same vision that I believe in. Yeah. Um, and that is in the back of the house and the front of the house. It's Stuart to Jeff, our beverage director to my chefs who I couldn't do anything that I do without them, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, um, Hannah Yerby is a sous chef of mine, uh, Mike Warnock, Ben Savage, uh, Ben and I actually came up on the line together as line cooks. So it's amazing to be working with him. Monica Glenn or Monica Sullivan. I can't get used to that is our, sorry, Monica is our pastry <laughs> chef. And, um, when I had first started working for Sean Circeel at Parkside, she was apprenticing for Callie Spear, who was then the pastry chef at Parkside. So it's kind of come full wow, circle with yeah. some of us in, in kind of an odd way. That's you know? gone around. Yeah. 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 But I, I feel in, in, incredibly fortunate and blessed to work with the people in the team that I get to work with. Yeah. So how, how long has the, has, have you been fully uh, hashing out the menu and, and refining things? Has it been several months in the making? You've been working with these folks for, <laughs> or, or more, quite a bit more? It's been a little bit long. It's given me an opportunity to go through, cycle through, yeah. A couple of menus. You have to understand that when I when I first came aboard, I was kind of uncomfortable with pursuing kind of what I wanted to do and who I thought I was. You know, I was very comfortable with what I was doing before. That was easy. Right. Well, I shouldn't say it was easy. It wasn't easy, but it was easier, you know. Um, and it took me a little while and a couple of iterations of a menu to realize that, hey, man, the sky is kind of the limit. There's a framework in this restaurant, right, for the food and the concept, and there's a border, but I haven't found it yet, right. <laughs> which is which is pretty fascinating. It's pretty cool, you know. Um, Did you have that one moment where you're just like, "Hey, I can do this," and just and and plow through, or, or just it happened kind of as as things developed? Um, I think like once once I started making gnocchi again yeah. is when I kind of realized <laughs> that I was in a different space. Awesome. You know, I was making macaroni and cheese again. Yeah. And I was realizing that I was in a different space and I could really pursue what I wanted to do and what I wanted the vision for this. Re or that's, I should say that was kind of the genesis of the vision 
that yeah. I'm still kind of working on for the restaurant, <laughs> which it, I'm hoping I'll be working on for years to come. Right, and it can be a, and it can be a moving target and a and a constantly evolving beast, right? Yes. What, what can we dig a little bit uh, into more particulars on the menu? Uh, oysters are a huge piece to what you do. Has has that been kind of a new newer thing? And I, I'm such a huge oyster fan, and and I should say that the wine list that that you've published go looks like it's going really well with oysters. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly haven't stopped working with oysters i mean for the i mean over t- how long ago was i working for sean 10 years 11 years ago um every, every place that i've been oysters have been very important so i feel like oysters and seafood in and of itself is kind of you know running in my blood at this point right. which is also kind of a, sounds gross but um <laughs> salty hey that's it's the, the sea. <laughs> yeah the, the the raw bar we want to be able to provide a you know, really good and distinct variety of oysters that will rotate. Um, we're working with harvesters directly instead of middlemen, which is fantastic. Um, both, uh, East Coast, West Coast, and Gulf. Um, what are the, the, how does that, why do um, uh, restaurants choose not to do that? And then what are the advantages? The advan- do you just have a lot more at your fingertips, a lot more unique style of uh, It's varieties? that. It's also the, the quality, the freshness yeah. Yeah. in which you're getting. Um, it's It can be troublesome at times to to go straight to a source you know it requires a little bit of uh, a little bit more fortitude to get there you know but i think that it's worth it in the end yeah you're able to serve a, a better product you know so so not just and then if we move away from the oysters there's there's everything from from grilled seafood to to kind of this comfort food like mac and cheese and all that on the right? on the, on right. the raw bar on the raw bar we have not only oysters but we have crudos and ceviches and then we have a bunch of cooked food. I'd, oh, the I'd ceviche say looks a, amazing. Yeah. From a seafood perspective, we're probably uh, a bit over 60% seafood. We're not just seafood. We've got a, a land proteins and sure. uh, and other proteins, I should say, and, and, and veggies as well. I'd say the rest of the menu. But I'd say we're probably around 60% seafood. But uh, there's, would say a, that's there's a lot for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, what, uh, Stuart, you know, I might have you weigh in. Uh, your restaurants are, are so visually beautiful, too. Is uh, There's not really much of the, you know, pictures really posted yet because it's not fully finished. But what, what has, is there, um, I, I know that blue is kind of the, 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 the color palette on the website. Is, is that, is it very, like, fresh and lively of an ambiance? Yeah. The, the space has a lot of windows, a lot of natural light. The ceiling's very light. Uh, the architect that designed the space, Michael Shu, Office of Architecture, uh, we work with some great people there, and we had a really good time putting that that place together. We wanted something that had that had air and that had sight lines and had you know an openness to it and and sort of a cleanness in its palette. Um, yeah. You know, we wanted it to look fresh, uh, not as um, I don't not necessarily as New England and not necessarily as as you know Gulf. Um, so. Right now, it's a, it's a sort of a big open space. There, we're getting ready to, to accept deliveries of some of the furniture, which we're really looking forward to, and they, they should start rolling in probably next week and the week after. Uh, I, we didn't say it. We're anticipating sort of into our soft open uh, second half or kind of really after Valentine's Day, and then we should be open to the public uh, Right at uh, right as March starts to the general public. Well, uh, uh, that is that's right around the corner. It is right around the corner. It's 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 here really. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna take a short break. I want to ask you guys to hang out just for another few minutes, and uh, yeah. and, and we'll we'll come back with some final thoughts and uh, 
and and keep on the conversation talking about the Austin restaurant scene. Uh, if you're just tuning in, my name is Mark Rayshap, and this is Another Bottle Down. We are live in the studio with Stuart Tamajan and Sterling Riding's uh, partners. Sterling is the chef, so uh, we'll hear some announcements and be right back. All right, we're back on Co-op Radio, KOOP 91.7 FM and KOOP.org, streaming worldwide. Uh, you can also get a link to the podcast, which uh, has every show that, that I've done here on Another Bottle Down. You can go to KOOP.org slash Another Bottle Down, and there's a link to the archive. Uh, again, we are joined live in the studio by Stuart Tomajan, uh, who is owner of the Chameleon Group, Wu Chow, Swiss Attic, and now Guild, and Sterling Ridings, who is chef and partner of Guild, which is uh, slated to open in March or so. Uh, Stuart, you, you wanted to kind of give recognition to a few other people uh, on the team who's making this possible. Yeah, we've, uh, we've been privileged to work not only with Michael Shu and his team, but also Leslie Fosler. LFI, uh, they've helped us with a bunch of the interior selects. Uh, we've worked with Leslie on Swifts and Wu Chow and, and now Guild, and so we're, we're excited to have that continuity of the team. Boy, uh, it has to be such a, uh, a, a tricky thing just building out an entire restaurant and, and the entire investment, and, and every choice has to be made from the, from the, from the plateware to everything. It's amazing how many decisions get made yeah. <laughs> over the course of time. It is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and um, well, great. So the so the uh, so so that team. So they've been helping you, and uh, and and they've they've been helping you, and it's it's been going well. It's seamless, right? I mean, it's, the, it's, everybody's it's a oil, well-oiled machine. It's been well. It's been great. Everything everything related to construction always has you know pieces that are that are sort of delayed. But we have, we have a great team. Uh, Brian Sari is our project manager that works with us, and and Barry Gamash is our director of operations um and even hershey ash which is a gentleman that moved here from los angeles uh who's been helping us out um and then obviously we've got dan and and lindsey uh, that are on the guild team that everybody will meet but yeah. uh you know the people behind the scenes like jeff hammett doing the beverage it's it's just been it's been this this confluence of events and this this collaboration between all of these people and to make this happen. Do you want to give a shout out to Lindsay Drew, assistant yes. manager, who yeah. has been on the show here before? Uh, so hello, Lindsay. And um, well, it's, it's wonderful. I, I might ask you guys some of the the dishes that you're most excited about before we before we say. Uh, and and uh, I might give you one of my what I'm one of the wines I'm most looking forward to uh, on the wine list sure. here. <laughs> a uh, chef. Uh, what what. What are you really excited that you want to show people right when they come in uh, to the restaurant for the first time? The tomato water dish. Hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm definitely excited about the crudos. We've been getting some good response to those. Um, specifically, we have a uh, ceviche that yeah. I think when we open will be um, a combination of uh, yellowtail um, trout and snapper. Um, we're marinating that in our bowl in Morita chili, and then we're serving that with avocado pudding, cucumber and shallot marmalade, blood oranges, and a Thai lime and cucumber soup. Wow! So flavors all all around the world. Uh, you, you've almost got this Mexican touch, and 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 all over. Wow! <laughs> Very cool. Uh, thank you. Um, and then uh, another dish that I'm always excited about is um, something called a oyster sabayon which took me a long time 
to develop my my wife and I went on our honeymoon to the French Laundry, and we had a dish there that I I found to be very inspiring. So I wanted to kind of play like do something that was an homage yeah. to that. Um, so we ended up doing poached oysters with a green Szechuan pepper sabayon, with a little bit of uh, purple hold peas, braised morels, and ginger poached apples. Um, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, you just made me hungry here. <laughs> Stuart, what are you, uh, you know, most excited about? At this point, honestly, I'm most just excited getting... about finishing it. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's always a process. And so it, it, it's, it's, it's been a long road. You know, these things start the, the, the end of the, the process, which is the beginning of the restaurant is, is the end of a process that, that in our case has taken pretty close to three years yeah. from the first idea to, to working with the architects and the engineers and working with the landlords to get the, the property all the way through. It's, it's just at this point, honestly, I'm just really excited about the place opening and seeing what people think. Awesome. Well, th- guys, thank you so much. Uh, I'll leave you on uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about is having the Vazart Cocard uh, Champagne Blanc de Blanc <laughs> along with some uh, oysters. So that, nice. that, that's going to be awesome. Uh, guys, the team of the of Guild, which is about to open, highly anticipated, uh, Stuart Tomajan and Sterling Ridings, chef partners. Guys, thank you so much. Good luck on the opening. Thank, thank you, thank you very much.